Well, good morning. Promise I'm not going to be in front of you long. Um, I wrote down a, a couple of thoughts and a couple of notes. Some interesting things that I found out this morning. And uh, I want to share them with you and and maybe, maybe we'll talk about them. If you've got your Bibles, let's go to John chapter 4 and verse 4. I'm, I'm going to read one scripture. Fairly short one. It's not the shortest in the Bible, but it's fairly short. And it says, but he, he being Jesus, needed to go through some area. But he needed to go through some area. First, let me, let me talk to you just briefly about, about Samaria, maybe, maybe some things of, of what it means um, it, it, it means a, a watch mountain or a, a watchtower. So it's, it's, it's high. It's, it's, it's a place where, where we, would, we would think of going and looking over a city. And in this, in this certain place of Samaria, it's no different. Because Samaria was a place in Israel that actually became the, the capital of the northern part of Israel when they were divided. And how many of you remember Omri? You remember the name Omri? Omri is found in 1 Kings. And Omri was elected the overseer. He was, he was the, the president, if you will. He was the, uh, he was the head cheese in charge of the northern part of Israel for some time. And actually, the Bible references him as someone who done the worst than any other leader before him in the eyes of God. That's right. And Omri actually purchased this place called Samaria, which was Shamaron, I think is what it, the way it's pronounced. And it, it's, a, it's a mountain. And he purchased it from a guy for two shekels of silver, I believe it was. And anybody in their right mind's not going to, I'll, I'll just put me, I'll just use me. Because as soon as I say anybody in their right mind wouldn't do this, you're going to get offended. So I wouldn't, I'm looking for land. I'm, I'm hoping to find some land. Well, some of my criteria in the land that I'm looking for, I don't want it to be straight up and down. I want some land that's usable, something that is appropriate, something that uh, I don't have to kill myself to get to the top of, um, and that wouldn't be too far. But this mountain, it's not, it's not that it's inaccessible, it's just that it's steep on both sides. You can get to the top of this mountain in Samaria, if you tried. 
if you tried. And, and this, this place called Samaria, you know, I used to think when they, when they talk about how the Jews would, they would go around Samaria. Remember? They talked about that. They would go around Samaria. Well, I always seen that Samaria was just another little town that they just didn't want to go through. Well, Samaria isn't the most easily accessible city in Israel. How many of you know that sometimes in our life, we have this tendency to expand our journey to get somewhere because the shortest way there is not always the easiest way there. See, I could stop preaching right now. And you got enough meat to put on your table and chew on for the rest of the day. Isn't that just like us in our Christian walk, in our life, how we will, we will go around? How, how many of you are walking around some area in your life? Because boy, you go so good this morning. The Bible said that he, Jesus, had to go to Samaria. Well, let's think about it. Why did he have to go to Samaria? No other Jew had to go to Samaria, or did they? See, there's places that you don't have to go. Or do you? But you choose to expand your journey you, you choose to take a three-day journey just to get around what you don't want to have to go up. And he started singing about that going up. I've been going up a mountain. I said, oh, there it was. That's what I needed. Because, see, a lot of it takes our faith to go up these mountains. And it, it wasn't, I mean, if we'd done a lot of research on Samaria, it's not a pleasantry. I mean, this is where, this is where, uh, I don't know how to put this and be politically correct. There, there were some mixed marriages there, Michelle, if you would. That's why Jews hated to go to Samaria. There were some mixed marriages that took place. There was idol worshiping that took place in Samaria. You, you have to read on it. So I don't really blame them for not wanting to go there. But sometimes in our life, we have a purpose that is so overwhelming in our life that we have to go through Samaria, the places where nobody else wants to go and we find ourselves having to go. Anybody ever had to go somewhere they really... Some of us have done things that we really didn't want. Some of, you, some of you came to church you didn't want to, but you knew that you had to go. Who? Girl, don't tell me you didn't want to come to church this morning. That, I 
I'm going to leave you alone because you got people that's already, they got the cow prodder. I'm going to leave. See, this is what happens. There are things in our life where we need to be, but we don't want to go. I mean, I'm looking at Jesus. Having to go to some area that we don't want to go. For I'm so grateful that at least he's got enough about himself. That he's willing to go where we aren't. See, if he wouldn't have done the trip that he did. Y'all better catch up. I'm back at... Golgotha, if he wouldn't have gone ten o'clock wouldn't be so early now, would he? <laughs> they should have never done you like that. You could get on them after church. Just get on them after church. <laughs> See, man, you can't boy crying saying you can't even come to church without somebody poking you. I'm going to tell you, and people are supposed to be the closest to you. <laughs> hey, with people like that in it, you can't stand, but so many. <laughs> it, it's considered, it's a, it's a solitary mountain, Samaria. It's a solitary mountain. It, it stands on its own. It's <laughs> Man, Samaria. You ever found yourself alone? You ever considered you, you were in Samaria? <laughs> You'll consider it now. When you start feeling, you'll, I pray that the word Samaria just comes and rings in your head when you feel like you're alone, when you feel like that you're climbing a mountain, when you feel like it's the toughest thing you ever done, when you feel like you don't want to go. Can I encourage you to go? Because see, there was something that took place. Do y'all remember this story? He goes to Samaria and meets a woman at the well. There was a purpose. He didn't go just to go. I mean, come on. None of us go just to go. Most of us go because we have to, or we're forced to, we're coerced to, or there's benefit. I'll go to Dairy Queen, not because I have to, not just, just to go, I go because there's a benefit. Have you ever found yourself doing something just to do it? No, there's something 
attached to most of what we do. Have you ever considered that some of the hardest things in your life that you're forced to go through is for a divine purpose? And if you don't go, have you ever considered, well, God, I don't know my purpose and it's taken me so, because you don't want to go to Samaria. You want to take the three-day journey. We will... We will wear ourselves out to go around. How many times have you gone around? By choice. It's not that there was a detour sign. You put one up. You said, uh, I'm, nope. Detour. Man, they, they would take these day journeys just so they wouldn't have to go. Man, I really feel like that there's a lot of us sitting in here that have some areas that we need to go to. And we choose... It's easier. Did Jesus really have to go? Well, he had to go because the Bible said he had to go. Yeah, oh, no, it's... He had to. If you need, you have to have it. Should have kept you in English a little longer. <laughs> Can you imagine Samaria in your life that you choose to go around? And if you would just, <laughs> what was the difference between Jesus and us? See, he was willing to surrender everything that he had. He was willing to go through the tough things that we won't. We want the easy way. Oh, Jesus just fixed me, and he said, I did on the cross. But you have to work at it. (laughs) I didn't say work at your salvation. You work out, not work at. You... Oh, never mind. It's sitting Wednesday. I can't break it down. But there was some. <laughs> Our purpose causes us to take routes that aren't easy. And most other people choose to go around them. This is why we shouldn't walk the paths of others. Because we'll never come into our purpose. 
if we constantly follow everybody else. I wonder how many of us follow other people day by day. I know you don't want to agree with it, but let me help you. You don't wear certain things because other people don't. You won't go to certain churches because certain people don't. You won't listen to certain music because other people don't. You won't ride certain motorcycles. Or motorcycle. See, you want to take the easy route. Some of us rather ride downhill, coast downhill. He, he's got y'all food. He, I caught him because in his post, he said, see you at the bottom. I went, wait a minute. I thought. Whoa, 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 whoa. See you at the bottom? I thought you was riding a bike. He's drifting to the bottom. <sighs> Be careful the people you follow. How many people you've been following for the last five years, 10 years, 15 years? See, there was one thing I had to learn about our marriage. I couldn't hang around the people that wasn't willing to work on their marriages, that wasn't willing to work on their relationships, that wasn't willing to get their lives straight. Because the Bible says, don't be fooled. Bad company. Come on, it's almost a Wednesday. But we follow. We hang around the same people and wonder why our life isn't changing. Amen. Girl, you keep leaving them. Keep leaving them. Listen, I'm... If I want to grow, Jesus put the example out. He went a route that most wouldn't take so that he could fulfill a purpose. But we want to hang around at the house, drunk and high, kicking the people that come over to your house. Because they drunk and high. And we wonder why our life don't change. Because we're still kicking through. Sometimes we got to clean the house. You got to get rid of some stuff. Look, stop blaming it. Stop blaming it on situations. Stop blaming it. On the government. Stop blaming it on the city. Stop blaming it on your spouse. Fix. You need to go through Samaria. In your life. Told you it was going to be a good one. We don't want to go. 
we, we want to fix certain areas in our life, but we don't want to go there. It's easier if she would just fix some of my issue. <laughs> this one's going to sting. It's easier if somebody else will do it for us. Because we lazy. Because we look at Samaria. We make it, well, we can't get up. Yes, it's just not easy, but you can go. We want life to hand it all out. Oh, man, if I could only just, man, I wish I could. You're taking the three-day journey. If you want it fixed, go do it. If you want the grass mowed, start the mower. That's a good first step. We won't go through Samaria. Because of what it looks like. And see, the, the, the whole deal is God is wanting us to go through Samaria so that we get alone. <laughs> because he knows that you ain't going to follow me through what I got to go through in order for me to achieve my purpose. Catch this. Because he hasn't put that desire. But what I'll do, I'll discount my purpose. I'll tuck away my desire just so I can still hang out with you. Come on. Some of us got married. Go sting. Let's go sting. You didn't love them. They were just, this is probably on TV. They were good in bed. So we married them. And we wonder why we got all the problems. Because lust is blinded. And we fighting it to hope. Fighting it for 31 years, just fighting through. We celebrated 31 years. <laughs> Wasn't 31, really. <laughs> well, we'd have to discount that. I think, I think he's up there with a tablet and a calculator. I don't think it was 31. Because we lusted for 12 of those. Michelle, people don't want to hear all this stuff. You, you, you don't want to hear people put the truth on the table. You don't want to hear people talk to you about Samaria. Because we think that it's supposed to all be easy now. See, 
I believe that God sometimes sits back and says, I got a purpose for you, Charlie, but I need to make sure that you got me as much as I got you. You willing to go to Samaria? And then it flashes before your eyes and you go, uh, yeah, not this week. <laughs> I mean, after all, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow's another day. I got stuff lined up. Tommy calls it stuff and things. That's what makes him busy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. We, we will, we will, watch this word, watch these English scholars. We will busyfy. Our lives just so that we don't walk into Samaria to fulfill our purpose in Africa. See what I mean? Oh, I mean, it's, it's funny. It, it, it's something that will set with you because you'll remember it. But how many of us have such a busy life that we refuse to go to Samaria... To fulfill a purpose that was intended for us. And then we wonder why we're so tired. That's right. You the why we so exhausted. Why we just can't do it no more. I'm giving, I can't. That's right. I'm not going to be before you long. I'm almost finished. <laughs> Look, it don't have to be much this morning. As soon as you figured out what Samaria was. Don't have to stay here long. I think that 99.99% of you have already got it. That you all have a Samaria. You will have to choose to do it. There's purpose. There's purpose. Yeah, but you know, he wasn't there for him. He was there for somebody else. See, that's another thing you better work on. That's another area. <laughs> it's not about you. It's fulfilling a purpose. Boy, Ain't but 10% of you looking at me. And this is why. You're looking at your area. Because there's some things still in your life. There's some stuff you still got to get fixed. The things that you've been putting away, the things you've been walking around for years... Jesus said, if you'd have just took that one-day journey, I know it wouldn't have been the best day of your life, but it would have been way better than the last 20 years of your life. You wasted 20 years to get around one day. Okay, maybe, maybe it ain't 20 years. You've, you've wasted 10 years of your life. To get around one day. Okay, maybe it wasn't 10 years. You, you wasted five years of your life to get around one day. 
okay, I'm just feeling like Abraham right now. If I could just find one, if maybe it wasn't five years, maybe it was just you wasted one year of your life to get around one day. Come on. Okay, I got to bring it to such a practical level here. We put one of my pet peeves in construction. I hate it when the guys tell me I'll do it tomorrow. I loathe that statement. Because I'm, I'm, listen, I've done it long enough. I already understand tomorrow is never tomorrow. Tomorrow always turns into next week. Because it starts raining tomorrow, or there was an emergency that come up tomorrow, or I got sick tomorrow, or my dog don't feel good tomorrow. Every time I hear tomorrow, I want to choke somebody. I'll mow the grass, and it's raining. And then the sun came out. Well, you can't mow it the next day because you're working. Now the sun's got three more days on you. See how, well, we can take a spiritual truth and put it to a practical measure. Wake you up pretty quick, don't it? Tomorrow is never tomorrow. Stop saying, well, I'll work on it. Tomorrow, listen, and I'm not preaching at you, I'm preaching to you, and because I'm standing with you as I'm preaching right now. Because there's things in my life that I want to change, that I want to fix, and I go, okay, I'll get this done, then I'll go and work on this, and then I want to do building blocks. I'd be so much further along if I would have just went ahead and started. But I gotta wait on tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Give me the words. I don't know the words. I, okay, yay. How many of us put that in their life? There's some things that we're meant to go through in order for us to see our purpose. Remember, it's, it's a watchtower. It's a watch mountain. See, the more that we're willing to go through Samaria, the better our chances are of seeing around us and running into our purpose. Or better yet, because this is what happened. He didn't have to go chase her down. He got into Samaria and he sat down by the well. And wouldn't you know it? 
Y'all ain't catching it. He took a day and went to Samaria. And he sat down. And the purpose of him going He said, I need to go to Samaria. He knew there was a purpose. Because there was a desire that drove him. All God's trying to get you to do. If you will go to Samaria. When you get there. If you'll just sit down. Oh, but you can't just sit. Did you see where he sat? He sat down at the well. He said, you done what I asked you to do. Now, I'm going to do what I told you I would do. Go to Samaria. Sit down at the well. Can I take y'all back 31 years? Watch this work. She said, y'all know that's the sign language for GG. We're, we're teaching, well, I'm saying we, we ain't teaching nothing. I'm just enjoying watching it. Hey, you need to keep track with me. Make sure I know what I'm doing, sitting at the well 31 years ago. But we're teaching, or she, I'm enjoying the process of watching a two-year-old girl learn sign language. She knows way more words than I'm, how do you remember that? But she's being taught sign language. I love watching it. Barry? Help? Please? Girl, watch me. Watch me work. Watch me work. Cookie? Okay, just, just turn it. Cookie? Cracker? Huh? Girl, boy, I'm going to get an A. I'm going to get an A before it's over. Well, she'll say, Mama, pay attention. She'll, she'll say, Mama, no, no, one time. It's twice. It's just once. It's just the touch. Oh, this is the other part. Oh, okay. And then she said, Gigi. Well, she went, Right? And I went, that's not GG, baby girl. I said, this is GG. <laughs> Why you ask? I'm glad you asked. Because there are times that we can be sitting at the house in a restaurant day, in the car, at church, and we see Debbie go, 
And we just, really? So one day I just, I went like this and sent a picture to the kids and said, who's this? And they said, mama. <laughs> so now if you ask Megan, show me Gigi, she will go. Or Sadie. She'll go. I love it. That's what she just done. See, y'all thought I was lost. I was leading up to what she had done. She was sitting here, and I said, about 31 years, watch it work, and she went, that, okay. So, look, y'all could have a boring preacher. You, you could have one that says, dearly beloved, right? So 31 years ago, I had a Samaria. That I had to go to. It was called Gary's. <laughs> it was a bar. Watch how this works. So I went to Samaria. Gary's. I done what I supposed to do. <laughs> and the next thing I know, come here. Come here. See, look, pay attention, pay attention. I went to Gary's. Y'all ain't listening. I went to Gary's. I ain't come get her. She come got me. Look, don't be, don't. He's looking at me like, I'm serious. <laughs> That's the way it worked. I went to Samaria. <laughs> I said Samaria. There was a purpose. Preaching, I cannot believe the heresy. I can't believe that you said that you went to a bar and fulfilled a purpose in your life. Well, okay, don't believe it. I just know I've been with mine for 31 years in church serving the Lord. If God can use a donkey, he can use me. And he did. I'm just, if you'll just go. Okay. Cliff notes. Can you type cliff notes up, Tommy? And put them in, in, in small writing at the bottom of the screen. This is not giving you permission to go to the bar and go drinking after church looking for a purpose. I'm just telling you that the Lord said he'll take that thing that meant bad and work it out for the good. See, y'all didn't think I had them scriptures either, did you? I got them. They in my pocket. How many of us have done this? Yeah. See, oh, we'll turn into marriage ministry right here. Some of us will spend three and four days walking around talking to our friends about our marriage. But we won't go talk to the one. 
that will marry too. Oh, we'll spend money to stay away from a marriage instead of spending money to go to something that'll help you. You, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to ask you to stand up and agree with me. But I know there are many of you sitting in here right now that have spent money on you. Just keep looking. Don't look at me because <laughs> you, you, you'll spend money on you, but you won't spend money on your marriage. I'm trying not to. I'm trying. I'm trying. See, you, you'll spend money on you. But you won't spend money on the kingdom. This ain't because I'm scared to look you in the eye, because I'll look you in the eye. (laughs) We'll spend all this time running around. I don't know what to do right here. I don't know whether to. <laughs> How many of you need your hand held? That will look at, me. Go ahead. look at you. Okay, I just keep looking just at look you because I'm because some people me. mad at me That's right okay. now. Come on. Okay. Look at me. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. I mean, come on, church. Why? We wonder why. But we do nothing. Samaria is just too hard of a journey. But you don't know how my husband's going to react if I tell him. You don't know what my wife's going to say when I tell her. Sometimes Samaria's rough. Pastor, what does any of this have to do with anything, uh, everything? Because see, if we could learn to work this out, watch this. If we can learn to work this out, this doesn't become offensive no more. If we learn to work this out, then these can have tough conversations and still make it. Why? Because I've learned to work this out with love. Oh, I'm going to tell you the truth, right? Sometimes it's going to hurt. Sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable. Sometimes it doesn't seem fair. But I'm going to give you the truth with the word. But because I've learned to work it out here. You want a church that's closer? Work on your home. Work on your personal relationships. 
How do I do that, Pastor? Glad you asked. <laughs> you work on this one. Well, how I do that? I'm glad you. We do a step-by-step process this morning. We we go not to tell him how bad he is. I'm sorry. You want me to go somebody else? Is is it okay? (laughs) I can't tell him how bad he is. Until I recognize and fix how bad I am. Guess when, guess when that opens the door of opportunity for me to tell him how bad it ain't. Because I will work on me for the rest of my life. Oh, you thought you was perfect before you came this morning. Now everybody going home wondering if they really saved. Oh, you're the righteousness of God if you've accepted Christ. You're good. But work out your own salvation. Leave other people alone. Probably give you more peace in your home if you left other people alone. Our journey will take us higher if we're willing to let it. See, you you will have to choose to do some hard things. Life isn't always easy, is it, Charlie? That's why Linda got big muscles. She throws a lot of cast iron skillets. I don't know, she might have she might have grown to love you a little more. She probably got softer. Now she throws shoes. <laughs> I told you I wasn't going to be in front of you long. I'm done. But I'm telling you what you got this morning is enough for three Sundays. I'm just going to challenge you. Figure out your Samaria. And hit it head on. Stop going around it. It's not going to go away. If there's a purpose in your life, and there is, because God says, I know the plans that I have for you. So if there's a purpose in your life, and there is, there's going to be a desire in your heart to fulfill the purpose. How do I know that? Because scripture says that I will give you the desires of your heart. See, most of you got that confused. You think, well, if I desire a new home, he's going to get that. That's not what he's saying. He said, I'm going to put a desire in your heart. That means that desire is a, it's a mechanism of driving you because everything else is wishful thinking. Right? I wish I win the lottery. Well, if I don't play it, I ain't going to win it. That's for certain, right? Give me some disclaimer up here. I'm not conducting. Stop. Y'all drive me. Make, make me tired. I'm pretty certain there's areas in your life 
that God's been wanting you to go to to fulfill a purpose. And you keep skirting it. We find a way out today. I'll get it tomorrow, Charlie. Linda ain't never going to let you say tomorrow anymore. <laughs> Charlie going to go, well, I was planning on doing it tomorrow. Nope. <laughs> I already know. Pastor said tomorrow never come. How long have you been sitting where you're sitting right now? How many of you think that you could have achieved something or gone somewhere? Have done something? By now, if you already would have. Anybody? What's holding us up? Well, Pastor, that's a stupid question. It's Samaria. <laughs> it's a rough climb. I promise you. I promise you. If you'll go, he'll fulfill the purpose. Whether it's meant for your life, whether it's meant for that season. Because I, th I, think, we, I think we have more than just one Samaria, just like we have more than one Jordan. One Jordan, right? When we cross over this Jordan, that means there's another one we go out to. I think it's the same thing with Samaria. The Christian life ain't meant for the weak heart. That's why you run and do all the marathons like y'all crazy and hike. And that, I ain't going. I ain't going. That's not a desire in my heart. <laughs> so I know there's no purpose. If there's no desire, there's no purpose. Now, I'm not doing it. Not going. You good? Come on. That was a good Sunday brunch. If you're good, I'm good, man. I feel, I feel good about this morning. I can leave now and I'm, I'm good. 